love the most. Take a few seconds and really see them. What they look like, the sound of their voice, even their unique smell. How do you feel when you're near them? I bet just thinking about them makes you smile. Now let me ask you another question. Did you make the list? You're listening to Roots Change, a Grow With Me podcast, episode three. And this one is all about love. If someone would have asked me a few years ago if I loved myself, I'd probably crinkle my eyebrows, crack a half smile, and say, yeah, of course I love myself. There might have even been an eye roll. But if you would have asked me how I showed love to myself, that would be another story. My palms are already sweating, just thinking about it. But when I realized I was launching this podcast a few weeks before Valentine's, I knew I'd go right for the gold. Self-love. Probably one of my most favorite things to talk about and for very good reason. A few days ago, I received a message from a girlfriend that really caught me off guard. Completely surprised me and came out of the blue. It said, Amy, you are so good at sharing what you want and who you want to be. I want to know how you got there. Well, here we are, the very beginning of my own change where it all started and why I'm able to share even when it's hard and how today I know and love who I am and enjoy the journey becoming who I will be. I've learned to love myself. Emphasis on learn. I'm going to kick this off with a few questions you would likely be asked if this was our first coaching session. Yeah, they are that important. So I suggest putting pen to paper and doing a little self-work at some point. So how do you know if someone loves you? I mean, we don't actually know what goes on in other people's minds or in their hearts. They can tell us, but it doesn't mean they're telling the truth. So we basically hope that we're loved and we make assumptions and guesses based off our intuition and experience with them. At least that's what I do. Maybe an even better question to ask is how do you feel loved by someone? Now I'm talking all human relationships. What happens that makes you feel loved? Is it how you're responded to? How patient someone might be? How thoughtful others are towards you? This is a very in-depth question. So when you have time to write it out, please do it. How do you feel loved by others? What can someone do to make you experience love? And then I want you to take all of that and turn it around on yourself. How are you supposed to believe you love you if you aren't showing yourself that type of love that you're describing in your mind right now? Like I was saying, one of the biggest breakthroughs in my personal journey was learning to love myself. Let me say that in a more honest way. 
the biggest breakthrough of my personal growth journey was learning to love myself. I began to notice transformation in my life when I started taking steps towards maintaining a healthy relationship with me. I could probably do 25 to 50 episodes on what that looked like, what that took alone. But for today, let's just focus on the idea of self-love, why the relationship with yourself matters most, and take a few steps towards strengthening your own self-love. I'll start by stating the obvious. The relationship we have with ourself isn't an easy one. (laughs) Oh Lord, it's quite the opposite. Our experiences pack a lot of weight when it comes to how we see ourselves, how we love and show love to ourselves. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. How we experience love or the lack thereof in our life shifts our perception of what love is and what it feels like. For example, children who fall victim to maltreatment from parents or people in that parent role are left to face the detrimental consequences of it. It's directly tied to emotional and physical well-being. We tie experiences to our self-worth, to our self-concept. So unfortunately for many, we go into our very first relationships outside of our home feeling like we have to earn love or don't understand what love feels like in the first place. No boundaries and little understanding of what is and isn't acceptable. We only know it hurts and wonder why someone could treat us so terribly. It must be us. Wrong. The first act of self-love for someone who heard that and it resonated, a first act of self-love for someone who just heard that statement and it resonated, a first step towards self-love for you might be reaching for a resource and beginning the work of healing. And I don't know what that looks like, but you do. And yeah, I'm speaking from experience, mine and the many, many, many others I've talked to. I also believe outside of our spiritual connection to our creator, whatever that means to you, our relationship with ourself is the most important relationship we'll ever have. It sets the tone for all the rest. So if you don't like the relationship you're in with others, it's time to look in the mirror and reflect on the relationship you have with yourself. It's not always fun, and it's definitely not an easy process. As a matter of fact, when I started doing this whole self-love business, it was kind of painful. If you take nothing but one thing out of this entire conversation today, let it be this advice and personal challenge. Treat yourself how you want to be treated. The golden rule only works for the greater good. When people know how they want to be treated, treat themselves that way and then do the same when it comes to others. Start by deciding how you want to be treated and not just in your mind. Show yourself that you mean it and be intentional. Grab a notebook and at the top of the page, write out how you want to be treated by others. Literally, how I want to be treated by others. How you want to be loved and how you want to be shown love by others. What might that look like specifically to you? Then take it the next step. 
How does it make you feel when you imagine being treated or are treated in that way? Finally, what does it feel like when you're not? If after you do this self-reflection and visualization exercise, you can't say with complete honesty that you love yourself and show yourself love in the ways you want others to, there's work to do. And you have zero reason to feel shame or guilt. You are like the mass majority. We all have our different reasons that we don't, but today you have a decision to make. If you're not treating yourself the way you want to be treated, how can you expect someone else to understand how to? So I guess the question is to love or not to show love to ourselves first. (laughs) I don't know how you are or aren't showing yourself love. I only know this. If I didn't learn to love myself, I'd still be squeezing into a pint-sized version of me that hurt. Picture wearing jeans three sizes too small and only taking them off when the company leaves. Ah, no thanks. I will take my comfort over theirs. You won't go from understanding how you should be treated and doing exactly that with the snap of your fingers. It's just not that easy. There's an entire history of reasons why you're not already doing exactly that. Years of experience and learning that now needs unpacking and to be cleared up. It's a lot of work. So for me, self-love started with self-acceptance. And I still have to remind myself to do just that nearly every day. Without reading your mind, your journal, or your notebook, I cannot give you advice on what you should or could do. I can only share with you where I was and talk to you about the steps that I took to get here. I've had some horrifying relationships, the kind you don't like to even talk or think about. I can actually track my personal growth by my intimate relationships. I laugh, but it's not funny. And I'm not going to go into great detail here, but I will say this. In high school, I had a chance at a healthy relationship, and I ran from it. It's the earliest stage of my life I can trace to self-sabotage when it comes to relationships. The ones I had with the guys I dated, the friends that I kept, and even the relationships I had with myself. And it wasn't my fault. I had been molested by a man in a parent role for years, and when discovered, sent by the state to see a psychologist, and that healing was stolen from me. It was ended early, by no choice of my own, and I didn't look at that part of me again until I was 35. How does a 12-year-old know she needs help? How does she demand it when it's already been taken away? She doesn't. So for me, self-love started with accepting myself, choosing to show myself acts of love regardless of any mistakes or terrible choices I made. And I made them. By not tearing myself apart every time I thought about them. By doing whatever it took to end the cycle I had created. My own self-sabotage. That meant leaving a good man I didn't trust would ever accept or love me as is. 
it meant I'd have to take off those jeans I'd been wearing three sizes too small to put on ones that actually fit. And from that day forward, I vowed that in any relationship I went into, I'd be honest and I'd never feel ashamed of my past. And I'd never feel like I couldn't share it. Showing ourselves love, treating ourselves how we want to be treated, it takes daily maintenance. And I call that maintenance self-love or self-care practices. As far as I'm concerned, it's interchangeable. It's the intentional things that we do to show ourselves love or at least that we care about our overall well-being. Think mind, body, and spiritual wellness whenever you hear this girl talking about self-care. Because for me, that's what it comes down to. How we treat ourselves is reflective in these three areas of well-being. Because self-love and showing myself love was such a difficult thing for me a few years ago, one of the very first things that I did to reverse that are simple affirmations. Now, you can crinkle your face up, roll your eyes, and do whatever body language means. Oh, girl, whatever. But I'm going to tell you, if you have never committed to doing affirmations, I don't want to hear it because for me and for a lot of other people, it truly made a difference. I put three post-its a day on my mirror and they stayed the same until I noticed that I was reciting them to myself throughout the day and I was beginning to believe them. The very first one was I am worthy of love. There's a reason it's in every single podcast because you guys My ladies, my friends, we are worthy of love. And I needed to remind myself of that. I needed my thoughts to be reflective of that. Because in my heart at that time, I did not believe it. So I might not still every day write out affirmations, but I have, it's the affirmations have become a part of who I am. I say them, I think them. If I'm having a thought that is in conflict, with what I truly believe in my heart, then I have to remind myself that, hey, I am worthy of love and I am strong and I am beautiful and I am courageous and I can do anything and so can you. We got to be intentional when it comes to showing ourselves love, treating ourselves how we want to be treated. For my body, I do simple things like drinking water, something I never did, taking walks, doing yoga. For my spirit, I'm going to say yoga again. I pray. I journal. I am in gratitude almost all the time. And when I'm not, I think to myself, gratitude. That's how it works. The last area of self-love that I want you to look at and I hope you look into today is setting personal boundaries, not just for yourself, but for others. This isn't an easy task. Nothing I'm saying here is easy. So I'm not gonna use this microphone and pretend that it is. I knew what it meant once I set boundaries. It meant that to be true to myself, to honor and to love myself, I'd have to follow through once I set them. So I didn't. (laughs) I did not. I resisted them. I was afraid of what it would mean. It's an intense 
experience, coming up with the rules and guidelines we're going to have in relationships. So before you set ones for other people, start with setting them for yourself. After all, isn't that relationship the most important? What types of behaviors will you accept from yourself? What type of thoughts will you allow to roam free without question? What type of lifestyle is acceptable for your body, for your mind, for your soul? Teach other people how to love and treat you by doing it yourself. Healthy relationships take time and a lot of commitment. Daily maintenance. (laughs) Just like what we were just talking about. I'll be honest. I'm, every time I go to record this podcast, I start questioning and doubting myself a lot. I feel scared. I'm worried I might disappoint my listeners or that I won't do these important topics the justice that they deserve, especially this one. And then I remind myself that this is a self-ranch show and no one's telling me what to say or how to say it. This is my microphone, my laptop, my software, my own expenses. All of this is mine. This is a Grow With Me podcast, and no one is expecting perfection. They're expecting the truth, and they deserve authenticity, and here it is. This is me showing you a boundary that I set for myself. I won't accept thoughts that roam free, that hurt or harm me, that are in conflict with how I would want someone to treat me. Self-love requires us to question and work through our limiting beliefs, especially the ones in conflict with love. You know the ones. I pretty much, I just gave you some examples. They're the little truths that we don't want to admit that we have. Sometimes these beliefs sound like excuses or criticism, but we've had them so long that we accept them at face value. There were times that I'd beat myself up till my heart was black and blue with the thoughts that would come next had I not learned to love myself better. If I allow these types of thoughts and beliefs to take up space, I'll believe them. The next step would be shutting this laptop, going on to something else, and the self-sabotage would continue. So even in the face of fear and judgment, I love myself so much that I've learned to be kind even when it's hard. I've learned to shut down the thoughts that aren't serving me and to replace them with truths that build me up instead of break me down. And that's what I want for you. I really hope that this Valentine's you do something so special for yourself. You show yourself the kind of love that you've always wanted, that you maybe didn't know how to give or how to even communicate. I really hope That if you've never asked yourself these questions, that you take this as the opportunity to do exactly that. You've been challenged. Roots change. And it starts with every choice we make. I hope this message has helped you in the way it's helped me. And remember, if you want to take this conversation one step further, there's a space waiting for you. Join me and other growth-minded women on our journey in a private Facebook group setting.
Roots Change, a growth community for women. Till the next time, you are loved, you are worthy, and you are capable of anything.